Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Live from New York, it's the show that is wishing you a happy Veterans Day. It's First Things First. Today, after three straight losses, is this the week Brock gets back on track? And is Broussard's yep. reputation on the line yes. if he doesn't? Really? What's left of it, yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ravens versus Browns. Will Nick admit the Ravens are the powerhouse of the AFC if they win? And finally, yes. one of the most lopsided favorites in NFL history. But Coach Mangini is here, and he has a plan that could lead to a Giants win. Really? It's he does? Alert. Well, it's a tease. But does it involve a upset alert? Bus cancellation? How does he feel about that series? Is he on board with that? It doesn't matter if, if you're he's not out. You're out there like <laughs> not out. He's Alongside gonna pick Chris the Bizarre, Giants. I'm Kevin Wild. Yeah. How's Nick's picks? Oh, coming off a hot winning week. Hot. Would have gone undefeated. One inch away from an undefeated week. Just like the Cowboys. Uh, so oh, it was the right, Cowboys. Exactly. It was the that Cowboys. That victory. Item plus the Were three. Were you two and one? Really? Yeah. Uh, we start with the 49ers in Jacksonville. San Francisco has lost three in a row. The Prince, meanwhile, has won five in a row. And now he gets to face the 49ers defense. And I know you're thinking, what? The 49ers defense, they're excellent. Yeah. Usually, last two games, Kirk Cousins was like, sure, cook you guys up. And then Joe Burrow had a career-high completion percentage. So that's where the 49ers defense is right now. Nick, will the trumpet sound on Monday for the Prince? Absolutely. And for the Jags as a whole, for Duval County, for those great people of northern Florida, and the, the story on Monday across all sports television will be, is it time to take the Jags seriously? And the answer is no. That was a month ago, but I'm glad people will be catching up. Bruce said some things yesterday that he was just like just flooding the zone with what I consider I misinformation like that I almost didn't know how manager. to respond to it. Like what, what? One of the things Bruce said was, that they have a bad pass defense. I no, I said they give up the second most yards. Yes, they but don't they give have, up a lot of touchdowns. They have an excellent pass defense. They excellent? Give, yeah, well, we can. I'll show you in a moment. But they they give up a 79 passer rating. They have they have as many picks as they have touchdowns allowed. The reason teams get a lot of yards against the Jags is because the Jags have done an excellent job the last month and a half of building mm-hmm. leads and playing soft defense. That Jags have up to this point in the season. The second most productive running back in the NFL. It's Christian McCaffrey, and then it's Travis Etienne. And then they also have a quarterback who, while he has not been princely in the red zone, and he needs to do a better job on ball security when it comes to fumbles, not picks, but fumbles, 
His big-time throws are second and none in the league. So I'll show you both of those. So as far as the team goes, here's how they rank in some significant categories. Blowout wins, tied for second. Good wins, tied for second. Brew likes points per game. Top 10 defense and points per game. Take away their, their first. As far as rushing defense, they're good. Third down, which is wildly important. Opponent passer rating, as I mentioned, 79. And then there's Trevor, who Brew was calling a game manager yesterday. Here's where he was ranks on what I would call the wow throws. Now, he has not been perfect this year, yeah, and I'm not perfect. denying that. He, the, the red zone stuff is real, and it, the fumbling has the been has been a problem, I, and, that, and that needs to be cleaned up. But this Jags team is about to win its sixth straight game. No team in the league has gone on a longer winning streak. Four of those six games will be against teams above 500. They will have won on this winning streak. Three games already have been away from home, and so. At, there is a level, or four games, pardon me, away from home, mm-hmm. unless you consider, you know, England their second home. Well, it is. Yeah. So I, I don't know the what the. I don't know why they're three point dogs, and I don't know why you guys are so confident the Niners are going to win. I will say to you that it, it is a bit insulting to them that they are dogs. Yeah. I mean, this is not only a game in Jacksonville, but it's a game. That early game where a West Coast team comes all the way to East Coast. So it's like 10 a.m. for San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Are you baking in a jet no, lag No, no, I'm, I'm just saying how nobody else believes in the Jags like you do. All right, because they're three-point dogs at home against a team that's lost three straight. Yep. Now, here's the, I got the Niners, and I got the Niners with base, all right? Because here's the thing. The bye couldn't have happened at a per- more perfect time. Coming off, you got three losses. Okay, we need to regroup. Purdy gets to look at the film and see what am I doing wrong. He gets to regroup. They get Chase Young to bolster that pass rush. You know, Christian McCaffrey gets to get closer to 100%. Debo Samuel will be back. Trent Williams looks like he'll be back. Looks like he should play. And for the Jags, Nick, the bye they're probably like, man, we want to keep playing. They had the momentum of five wins. They're playing great. You said the defense has been playing well. So I think that works in the Niners' favor. Yep. And the Chase Young thing is big because we know the Niners' pass defense hasn't been – the rush, I should say, yeah. hasn't mm-hmm. been what we expected. He has five sacks this year. That's more than any other player on the Niners had. No one had more than three. And here are the numbers. When Trevor gets pressured – he is, as you said, Nick, not princely at all. Against pressure, 60% completions, three touchdowns, three picks, passer rating pretty low. You see what he does when he's not pressured. He hasn't been pressured a ton this year. But all So if the Niners point. can get pressure on him, and I think they will, that's what I think can turn the well, game. And what that stat graphic doesn't show, but to your point, is the fumbles. Listen, right. the, the, the fumbles a were an issue were last right. year as well. Mm-hmm. This is – it is. I, I'm not going to be – you know, misleading here because he has done a very good job on keeping the turnovers low. He famously had the four four interception playoff game that then, you know, was the third greatest playoff comeback ever, I believe, that you guys hate so much. But uh, since then, he has four total interceptions, but he does have some fumbles. But can we stay on Trevor for just a moment? Because I I would – I don't really – you guys know where I stand. I'm not totally certain where you guys stand. And so here's my question. If I just – concede the point on Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar, Hurts, and Josh Allen. Okay. And you guys know I would not concede the point on all of those, but if I just concede the point, that's five quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The next group is Justin Herbert, yep. 
Tua, Dak, Trevor, and let's include C.J. Stroud because thus far he's been excellent. That's in there. Mm -hmm. Are you guys with me that of that group, Trevor is at the head of that class? And if not, who do you guys have have ahead of him? You have him above Dak? Yes, I do, and I know Bruda. I I think that group, that second-tier group, it fluctuates. I mean, I, I, like from year to year, until one of them moves up to the next group, it's going to be, oh, this year, Justin Herbert's the best. This year, Trevor's the best out of that group. This year, oh, it's Dak. Like, yeah. that's what – it's just like the NBA. We talk about it. That six to nine or ten, guy, but, you know, guys, like, it's kind of – So, oh, you guys are with so, me that there's – Go ahead. But you, we, I, I, I like Trevor. You love Trevor. I just yeah. think you go way overboard. That's all. I think the, he's a good quarterback. Is Jerry no Goff in that group? No. Why not? Because I think he's in that. I think he's the top of the next group, in my opinion. So would you have Jared? So, but this is this that is, big, that group is a bit of a long but game. It, but there. right, it's like, but oh, it's the but is Gino is, in that group. No, I. But the thing is, this you you have us him in the second group. I, I think you really have him in the no, first I, group. And I, that's where we differ. Correct. We're like he's correct. definitely in the second correct. group. That's right. You got him in the first. No, group. that's I. Yes, I would rather have him than Josh Allen. There, I I would, and I the and I think that will become more conventional wisdom as the year plays on. But I just like. Like we the other day we did a whole like Justin Herbert needs to be better and Wilds is a quarterback wins guy and then threw out there like that Trevor's not ahead of Justin Herbert and I just don't understand it, but I how to square but Trevor's that. been win- like this year his numbers aren't great but so I, I he's do been think winning, so but he's is, been managing so that. I do think that is something where. It, the, the numbers are a little misleading in this regard. The Jags have been getting out to early leads and leaning on the run. They have, and I know they haven't been great in the red right, zone, but like, a disproportionate amount of the red zone touchdowns the red have been Travis Etienne. I don't, so I, to me, a game manager is a guy who the rest of his team kind of carries him and he yep. just doesn't make mistakes. I think That's Trevor true. is the one making the big plays offensively and then the stats don't necessarily measure up to that on the touchdowns. I don't think he's a game manager, but his numbers are like game manager. And remember, he was supposed to be in the MVP race. I think and he will be six after and this two, week. Well, and no one is talking about him as MVP. Wait till Monday. I bet it comes. I mean, he better have a big game that he hasn't had yet this year. He's in the club. He's just not in VIP. Oh, he's in the club. He's not in the MVP club right now. No, not MVP. He's just in the club, like having a beer, just hanging out. Yeah, that's it. But there's a lot of lot of guys hanging out. Yeah, just Brock is hanging out. No, he's not. Brock 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 is hanging out. Brock 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 got asked to leave. We brought. He had, Brock he was, Brock was MVP. Was, no. Brock was actually in the race no. at one point, no. Literally and Trevor has yeah. not He's like, been. I needed to go That's home. That's all I got to yeah. say. I need Brock's to go like home like and I over-served myself. <laughs> Worst case scenario for Purdy, bro. He a couple bad weeks. He loses and looks more like last three games Purdy than his first five games Purdy. Here he is on how the bye has helped clear his mind. Looking at the good, looking at the bad. Of the first half, um, you know, how hot we started and then obviously the last three games of like, all right, what's going on? What's, you know, what could we be better at um, for myself especially? And um, it was huge. But to be able to like step away from the game, take a breather, understand where we're at, what we have to do, it was huge for me to clear my mind and, and then come back like excited, you know, for the second second half. Brew, you are the facts guy on the show. Nick, you also have coaching analysis, but just in general. The way that we find no, the show. No explanation. Okay. <laughs> First five games. I mean, the guy was out here like LeVar Ball. Never lost. He was MVP. He then. was. Last no, two games. He was. Not great. So, Brew, what would a loss mean for Purdy? Just play with us in the sandbox of 
you know, if he lost. It ended amazing. Waz has just completely distanced himself I'm just from the host. Why I'm the neutral Completely host. bailed first on Brock Purdy. Don't, don't. I was understand. a little stronger on him than you, but you were no, there. You, you were, were in the you sandbox were the with me. You were captain of the ship, and he, he was, was your first he mate. Was, yeah, he, he was, was there. there. I was the captain. Yes. Skipper, you were Gilly. Exactly. Uh, All right? That's an old yeah, reference. Y'all weren't even born, I don't think. Nothing. Was I the Nothing. Yeah, go ahead. Is there any evidence that Kyle Shanahan and George Kittle and Trent Williams and Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey are down on that or Brock Purdy that they're starting to question him? I mean, there's evidence that. Hold on, Brew. No, I'm serious. But we no. Hold on. Here's my answer. Nothing tangible is going to happen. Okay. Now. The bench Brock Brigade, led by Nick no, Wright, I and, not, and no. you're you're starting to be I up in not. there too. I did make a graphic. I did ask you. Dusty you've to make left a this line and gone into no, that saying, line. Show the graphic. They what will be make? excited. Well, they is, will be know, making noise. If it happened, bro, future things. Is for, this your Monday morning headline? No, it's not. I just had Dusty <laughs> kind of just floated out there. Is it time for Darnold? Oh, Who? So I know there's not a lot of Brock Purdy negativity coming out of San Francisco. That's my point. Well, they did call Sam Darnold Steve Young. But here, here's the bro, thing. Why, Since does, you brought why do Steve you care Young? so much about what the Tampa brass said about Kyle Trask and nothing about what the Niners because, brass said about Sam Darnold? Because Sam Darnold is 26 years old. Steve Young was 30. Oh, he needs to be older. Steve Young was 30 when he started starting. Oh, so that's, that's my point weird. is, Darnold, it, you know how bad Darnold's numbers the, have been. The, you know how bad Darnold's uh, career has been. Brock Purdy bro. will have to fall off okay. hugely for so them to go to Darnold. Now, let me, let yeah, me just sorry. finish this my quickly. Apologies. He does need to play well. But if he plays well and they lose a shootout, 34-31, oh, that, there's no issues. If he plays poorly and they win, again, I know some people will be still having him on the hot seat. Oh, he's got to I, – I just don't think Shanahan or any of those guys are there. So that's why I said nothing. Okay. I know there'll be yeah. noise. It's like Dak. There's what noise if, about Dak. Oh, there'll be noise, on, but the, he's not going to be in danger of getting there, bro, Which is they, play, they get beat soundly because he turns the ball over again, a bunch. The, he won't get benched. There's no – you're fully confident he's the starter if, all year? Well, no, I, no. I'm saying he wouldn't get benched the following week. week. If okay. he keeps playing poorly, okay. we talked about that before. So, he hasn't had enough of a track record where he can withstand so several I, weeks of right. interceptions. You, know, I, the, you are far more down on Sam Darnold than you were a few weeks ago when we talked about him, which is odd because he no. hasn't played since then. I, I'm, but all I, I said is he's better than the, Trey Lance. The, the, That's okay. it. No, but – so, listen, I – think there will be a real discussion about should they bench Brock if that happens. And I think that would be foolish because we know Darnold can't play. We know he can't play. The discussion that should be had if he plays poorly and it looks like once again the Niners have a Super Bowl caliber team but the quarterback is going to hold them back is the discussion that we never had in the midst of it, which is what a debacle the Trey Lance situation was. Sure. Because if you remember, Brew, when we discussed it about this team trading three first-round picks yep. for a player they bar- they gave you know three and a half starts to, and that was it, and then moving on and using that capital, what you said and what everyone said is, well, they've gotten a pass because they got out. the value in Purdy. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the, the franchise quarterback they needed so badly, what they have in Brock right. Purdy, so it's fine. If he ends up being fringe benchable 
for Sam Darnold, then we have to revisit the conversation that any other GM and front office in the league we, we would have been having about, which is what a disaster. You have you you had the opportunity. You had so many possible paths. Stay where you are and draft Micah Parsons. Say you know the, the do Mac Jones, who the the coach reportedly is the one they wanted. All these possible options, or stick through the tough times, the potential tough times with the kid you drafted well, the third overall. Is ready to win. And, so if he right right exactly the problem is I mean this ready still to win, doesn't and they mean thought, Trey Lance is good. No, if, no. if Purdy ends up turning no, into a pumpkin, I, maybe you're it misunderstanding what I'm Lance saying. I'm not arguing that Trey Lance is good. I am arguing that they spent a massive amount of capital on a player. Yeah, they screwed up. And then, without ever, without g- giving that player, I would say, ample opportunity right. to show whether or not it was worth it or not, it was trending in the wrong direction. They cut the cord because don't worry, we have it solved. If it turns out they have it far, far from solved, yep. that then uh, rears its head again. Can I have a question real quick? Yeah. The narrative that like they're just a quarterback away, and you know the cap better than I do, is that fair that because they have so many superstars, but they're allowed to have the superstars on the team because they're paying the quarterback eight hundred grand? It's like, so, man, well, turns out when we have the all these like, to do it. you know, guys making thirty million dollars, we can't have a quarterback. Like, yeah, no kidding, because you have Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, well, except Devo for the fact that paid. they're still on the hook for they were on the, I mean, Trey Lance was not making eight hundred grand; he was making four and a half million. Like the uh, yes, you do need to have a quarterback on a rookie pay scale mm-hmm. for this thing to work, but they spent real money on Darnold. You know what I mean? Not tens of millions of dollars, but five five million bucks. So, no, they would not have the same exact team. They're actually 40 million under this year's cap, oddly. I I have no idea. And just because of how they've structured the contracts, they really come into play next year. Chase Young, still 40 million. I will say this. This is the perfect game for Purdy to come back because we know his problem is when he's turning the ball over interceptions. And Jacksonville's second in the league in interceptions. So this is a good test for him. I mean, I don't mean it's easy. I mean, it's a test. Like, I, this is what you want to find out yeah. is what's he made right. of. It could be How the worst possible. Well, it could, if he's yeah. not that good, he's not that yeah. good. But I'm saying I, this is a good test for him and for the yeah. Niners to I see what he's made of. I would a perfect game. I'd call it no, a good I think test. It's a good test. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. We know the 49ers. If the 49ers win, uh, the, we'll go, all go back to saying they're back on track. And well, they are in first place. We would if they okay. won. You wouldn't? Go ahead. Okay. They're in first place. But uh, with a win, Jacksonville would move to 7-2. and two. Would the winner of this game be considered a top-tier contender? If, unless you are hopelessly biased, whoever wins this game must be considered a top-tier contender. Right now, the top tier, I think we agree, Brew, is can- – and, and forget the order. The, these are the team. Kansas City, Philly, Cincy, and Baltimore. I think that is right now the top tier. If the Jags get to 7-2 and two yep, with it. one of their losses coming against another one of those contenders, a one-score game, and then the one hiccup game that seemingly every team in the league's had this year, right. you know what I mean, a, a, that now doesn't even look as bad. Lost to Houston all of a sudden doesn't look quite as bad. Mm-hmm. And I will show you this stat that Josh cooked up that I thought was rather intriguing. Doug Peterson threw eight games. With Ooh, the like 17 that. Eagles versus the 23 Jags. 17 Eagles had a young quarterback on a rookie contract who was playing. At, that was Carson Wentz. He got hurt, right. obviously, by the right. end of the year. And the they end up winning the Super Bowl. And the opponent's points per game are identical. Turnovers, you guys can see. Like it. Read it for yourself. The Niners get to say this on the flip side if they win. 
Um, when we're healthy, we don't lose. Yep. Instead of being like we had a Brock Purdy problem, they can say, whether I believe it or not, we had an injury problem. Right. Now we're back to full strength. We went across the country and won. So, yes, whoever wins this game joins that top group, in my opinion. I'm going to be honest. Right now, I still have the Niners in that top tier. Wow. Now, if they lose this game badly, then you have to – that'll give me some pause. Or even if they just lose, this will be four mm-hmm. straight. You're coming off a bye, you have to really say, okay, are they as good as I thought? I'm not – you don't want to lose three straight, but I'm just saying that hasn't, to me, made me take them out of the top tier. Yeah. So I still got them. Jacksonville, I, I, it has to be very impressive for me to put them with Cincinnati, Baltimore, Why? and Kansas City. I still think they're close. If they I'm beat just the not 49ers? That, the offense doesn't – the offense is not doing it for me yet. They, their quarterback – has well, been bro, managing the, the game. The 49ers are here, and the team that beat them doesn't get to take their spot. We do that all the time. Not me. It's like for me, it's like a heavyweight. So Kansas City is no. I'm through, just saying. Through, we what we don't do often. You're right that the head-to-head is not now, everything. I, I, but I, what we don't often do is if the team has a head-to-head victory and is two games better in the standings, then say yeah. that no, this team. I I I don't think Jacksonville is as good as Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Kansas City. What do you think now, they're? Blowout. If they beat them handily, that will make but, me rethink but wait, it. But, but no, right not- now, Brew, you said the Niners are in the top tier. Yes. If the Jags beat them, you're saying the Niners spot in the tier just goes vacant rather than the seven and two team on a six game winning streak taking it. You, you yeah, probably because you you didn't move on Baltimore after they blasted Detroit that you had but, said is a Super Bowl contender or Seattle. The, Yes, you I did. I just so had them got, in the top you, tier. Well, you've had them fourth I, in that. You, yes, yesterday you in had Jacksonville ahead of No, I said – no, what I said was as far as for Baltimore, the chances of winning the Super Bowl or getting to the Super Bowl, I had Jacksonville ahead of them because right, of the Right, you path. had them fourth in because, the AFC. Right, because of the path that they would have to take and the path I think Jacksonville would take. But I don't question whether or not they're a top-tier team. This is the, – the, the, for some reason, and I don't know it, there is a level of – I understand maybe thinking I've overrated Trevor Lawrence. That's fine. We'll have a long career to figure sure. that out. If the Jags get to 7-2 seven and, two seven and two. with a very tough schedule – I would like they, – they, I just don't know. And, and it, it, if you come out here Monday and like, well, they didn't win by enough, I think that's crazy. That's I would, would like to see Lawrence light it up. How about that? Have we seen him light it up one time this season? No. From a yardage perspective, yes. From a touchdown perspective, no. He's had one 300-yard yeah, game. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You no, said we've seen him do it. That's not, that's not necessarily lighting it up in today's NFL. Okay. One time. We did book the trumpets for Monday, so either way it's going to be something. That'll be interesting be in, in that Cowboys game. trap game maybe next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Anthony Davis. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Giants-Cowboys. Uh, America's Game of the Week has the Giants led by Tommy DeVito heading into Dallas. Cowboys are 17.5-point favorites. This is, of course, a rematch of week one where the Giants were demolished 40 to nothing. Brew, is there any chance the Giants get a failing grade from you? The, the Cowboys? The Giants, for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The Giants, I'm sorry. The Cowboys. The Cowboys? <laughs> sorry, the Cowboys. The dreaded F game? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, look, this is the team of big pronouncements, questionable podcasts, and moral victories. So the F game is always lurking. lurking. That's right. Right? It's always in the background. And look, the Cowboys are coming off a big win. As far as let them tell it, okay. right? It was a big moral Huge. victory. I really think they feel good about themselves because they hung around with Big Brother in Philadelphia. All right, so I, I could see them looking past the Giants. So we stomped them by 40 with their real quarterback. Now they got Danny DeVito at quarterback. I mean, uh, Tommy, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> and we, we're going to – I could see Danny them taking DeVito. this as a bye week. All right? Yeah. So, yeah, do I think it's going to happen? No, but it is definitely a possibility with the Cowboys. Drew, did they learn their Arizona lesson? I was looking up today, and the greatest, the greatest upset ever for, in terms of line – was the Dallas Cowboys were upset by the Washington Redskins. I think it was like December 3rd, 1995. So they have a chance wow. to match that upset <laughs> here this And they weekend. won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, they, So they were, maybe it would be a good was, thing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, we, maybe we need to do that. We should get that yeah. to Micah for his podcast. Uh, uh, listen, I, Brew, who's my pick to win the NFC? Dallas. Dallas Cowboys. I have not wavered. Now, I've not acted like I think they right yeah. now deserve that standing, Favor. but I still think it's, it's more than on the board. I want to be very, very clear here. If they were to lose this game, I'm off them entirely. I will, I will ta- well, abandon Fake integrity ship. will be gone. I will, I, will, I, will, I will be you know, caught between sticking game? with a pick or saying something on television I don't believe, and I, will, you know, I'll, I'll, I won't do either. You know what I mean? I guess I wouldn't be caught between the two, but you follow yeah. me. They – the cap, this is, in my opinion, Coach, as close to an unlosable game as exists in the NFL in this regard. It, there are a lot of reasons you can be a giant favorite, if no pun intended. If the reason is because the other team has a substandard injured offensive line is playing a not, and playing a non-NFL caliber quarterback and you have an excellent and healthy defense – and you're at home, you cannot lose that game. I will be, I will consider it, I don't do the grades because that's your territory, I will consider it an F game if it is a one-score game in the fourth quarter. I, and so I, 
The, I do not think that this is a losable spot for Dallas. And if they were to lose, they are not a serious team. They're not a serious operation. But he, he, here's the problem. is The way that Nick's thinking is the way that everybody who surrounds all those Dallas Cowboy players are thinking, which is the, what, what subconsciously a lot of those guys in the locker room are thinking. And that's when you but get But couldn't they the also be thinking that this is our stat game, that everyone on that yeah, defense yeah, is like trying issue. to go out yes, and exactly. That's the problem. You could absolutely right. go do that. And and what the Giants are going to do is they've got nothing to lose. You can onside kick. You can have every single gadget play. You can run fake punts. You can do all the things that, that you would do when you have a David and Goliath type thing. And some of that time, sometimes you can overwhelm an opponent who's kind of sleepwalking through the game and doesn't wake up until the fourth quarter. Coach, do you think it's more of a, a running attack from the Giants? Or we've seen Dallas really thrive on quarterbacks no, they who try to win. Like Mac Jones, like I'm going to win the game right now. Like no, you're not. They got to run. It goes the right? other way. They got to yeah. run all day. Saquon Barkley, uh, 39 times like they did against the Jets. Remember in the Arizona Jet game, it was 7.4 yards a yep. carry. Yep. That gave them their best chance. And then you mix in some play action shots or anything that you do in the passing game. If you're running that much, is going to be so much more effective because everybody's going to be crouched up to the line of scrimmage. I, I'm really curious if Dable coaches this game to try to win or tr- try not to get blown out. Well, that's no, because they are, they are going to light it up, I would imagine, right. too, defensively, where Wink Martindale, it'll, it'll be every blitz you can think of. And just it's one of those things where, okay, we may go down, but let's, let's try to blow it up while we okay, go down. Okay, so that's got nothing to lose. Well, so I don't know they, if I agree beat, with you on really? that. Really? I don't know if I agree with Coach you. Coach of the year has something to lose? Y- yes. We've, yeah, I, I, listen, I, I think that there the that – you're in a precarious spot if in America's game of the week you lose by 35 points to your divisional rival who already beat you 40 to nothing. I, would, I respect it more if they do exactly what Coach is saying, fake punt, onside kick, sit in, sit in the house. But that spin, opens – Spin the Rolodex, yeah, light it up. But that doesn't that also open the greater possibility yeah, that you get you, absolutely rolled? Okay, what are you going to lose, 40 Everybody nothing? expects yeah. them to they get are, They already went rolled. through that. And you've got let's the, go, the Let's go down right. fighting. Let's okay. go down – let's like light it. them up and go down fighting. Oh, yeah. I, I told you. That's good. I'm starting to believe I know. Meanwhile, in Germany, the Colts and Gardner Minshew – oh, my goodness gracious – are favored against Mac Jones and the Patriots on Sunday morning. Mac and his league-leading nine interceptions will try to leave with a win under bubbling rumors that Belichick is on the hot seat because, take a look at this, draft position time, Bears, Cardinals, Giants, who are probably going to win, and then the Patriots. Giants are not probably going to win. That's according to Coach. (laughs) Uh, Coach, what do you want? You want to go, Nick? I've got all sorts of stuff. I'm I'm happy to go. Go ahead. Go go ahead, Coach. Coach. Gee whiz. Well, what was the question? How much pressure is my guy Mac Jones under to deliver a win? For Bill? For Belichick? Oh, any, yeah, if you want. He, he's, look, he's not under pressure at all to win for Belichick. Right. He's under pressure for, for himself. And, and if anything, I think Bill's under more pressure to win this game for, for Mac Jones. Ooh. Let's, let's look at where we are statistically this year versus last year. So this year, they're worse in points per game, they're worse in yards per game, they're worse in rush yards per game, and they're worse in pass. Sounds like to me like they miss Matt Patricia. Well, that's what I'm saying. They had the experiment last year, which everybody, which everybody killed. And look, I was, I was fine with the experiment. I think you've got to try some new things to, in, in the league. But now here they are a year later. And, and it's worse than it was last year. And we could say that, that the pass yards and the total yards 
are a function of Mac Jones, but the rush yards, that's not a function of Mac Jones. They've, they've got a really good running back, and say what you want about Zeke, he, you know, he can contribute in a meaningful way. This, this should look a lot better than, than it does right now. So can I ask, so uh, I was listening to one of my favorite football podcasts, First and Pod, shout out to them, and Andrew Filipponi made this point that I had not thought of, but I will just reiterate it here, giving him credit. Since Tom left yeah. Wilds, has there been a single decision on the offensive side of the ball that Bill has made that was the right one? Draft pick, free agent signing, coach hiring. Has there been a single? I mean, as the, the, the big draft pick was, of course, Mac Jones. Yeah. The free agent signings of note were post-Cam Newton. I like Hunter. John yeah, Smith. Four for fifty million, pay him to play for somewhere else. Nelson Aguilar, two for twenty-two. Kendrick Bourne, who I like but couldn't get on the field for you guys. Juju, no, he's good. Kendrick Bourne's, Kendrick Bourne's good, but he was in the doghouse all of last year because he was late for one meeting. Uh, Juju and Zeke, like the draft pick was called strange. You got so mad at the Niners for laughing about it, they were right. Oh, he's hurt. And okay, but so <laughs> they, they, there is there is a level of everything. Every lever he has pulled on the offensive side yeah, hasn't been great. Has been bad. Hasn't been great. So where Wilds, you have you have gone you haven't done a one eighty, well, you haven't tough. done a three sixty, yeah, you've done a ten eighty uh, on this. A, a page from Broussard's book. Take off the kid gloves. It's time for some tough love. Oh. Ooh. Mac Jones, I said it before. Stop throwing the ball to the wrong team. Because I will go on and I'm guilty of this. I'll say, you know what? The interception to end the game, everyone will blame Mac Jones, and I will have to be the mayor of fair and say, you know what? This was not his fault. This went through Juju right. Smith-Schuster's yeah. hands. That's not his fault, even though it will be reported as a game-ending interception. The old NHF. The problem is, in the third quarter, when Mac Jones tries to air it out, this is his fault, and it doesn't go down as an interception. Not that one. It's oh. a different intercept. It's that a different one. That, that, was, that, that was actually a good pass. That was actually yeah. a great one. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Oh. That was a good pass. But there was another one that he broke up that went directly to the commanders. Yeah. So, Mac Jones cannot, cannot, cannot throw the ball to the other team. That's all we have to do. Wilds, no. you watched all his interceptions this year. Yeah. Or this, I don't know why afternoon. I did that. I went down how do you, YouTube how spiral. How do you feel about your... Beloved quarterback that Brew and I have tried for three years to try to get you to quit, having watched in the last 90 minutes every single pick he's thrown. The one you used to call the baby gun. Yeah. He gets bad. nervous and makes bad decisions. I, I, he gets it's nervous whatever. in every game. Look, the Mac yeah. Jones interceptions, they're, they're problematic. I get that. But the starting point to me is play the Patriot football of don't lose the game, okay, to, to start. You. And I'm not talking just about the interceptions. I'm talking about the penalties. I'm talking about the, the, the substitution errors, the, all those things that historically the starting point was you've got to not lose the game before you can win the game. That's uncoaching, And New England coach. was – well, that's – and it's completely controllable. Those things are inherently controllable. So outside of the personnel – or the picks. Let's start with, with the discipline aspect of it, and that's, that's where we should see consistent progress or a much different product than we've seen to this point. Drew, we got to go to break. You want to make fun of me for 10 seconds or something? No. Okay. <laughs> Coming up next, <laughs> Bruce Ravens. What do they have to prove? <laughs> I, I, I'm a, you took enough of a beating without me. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ravens Sunday at one on Fox. Deshaun looking to build on last week's two touchdown performance against Arizona, while Lamar and the Ravens are running a four game winning streak. Last matchup was a 28 to 3 lopsided affair in Cleveland. Should be a battle of defenses. Let's take a look at the numbers, Brew. Your Ravens, very good. Your Browns, do you root for the Browns? Kind of. Kind of. You kind of, kind of sort of. But, but I'm objective. I know, but, but I'm all the Ohio teams. I, I like them. Uh, but this is a question for Nick. And again, I don't know why this is phrased like this, yeah. because it's not just you, but still. What's the question? Would the Ravens move atop the tiers with a win? Uh. Like, how would you speak? I can't know speak that? for the well, committee. I, I don't know why we did that. I mean, what, what type of question is that? Take like, a would you push you want me to call yeah. Would you You're push the one in the media? The, you particularly. The, yeah. Give us a the, I mean, a they would have a strong case. Now, two teams, the Eagles are on the same level as them, and the Chiefs are ahead of them. Those teams are on a bye. Are we going to punish those teams for not playing? I don't know. That's why we, you have a committee for tough questions exactly. like that. <laughs> now, what I will tell you is this, Brew, and I'm curious where you say on this, I think it's a very tricky spot for Baltimore. It's a tough game. I think that there's a lot of things at play here. One is, for Baltimore and Cincinnati this weekend, you wonder how much they are looking ahead and how much the coaching staff has spent time preparing for Thursday's game. Because Baltimore and Cincinnati that play each other on Thursday in a game that, that if Baltimore wins, maybe the coaches aren't yeah, at all. I don't know. But I, I would imagine some of the players are. I, and for And the other reason for this is Baltimore did annihilate Cleveland in the first game. I think that is not the Cleveland team they're playing. P.J. Walker was quarterback. Well, no, Dorian Thompson-Robson was the quarterback, right? That was, that was the game that, was the one game that, that Deshaun took himself out of morning of. And I know maybe the gut reaction is, well, Deshaun doesn't play defense. But I think there is a, and you guys tell me if you think I'm wrong, a demoralizing factor across the team if the morning of the game you find out our quarterback's not playing, and a fifth-round rookie is. So I think I think this is a tricky spot for Baltimore. But if they win, it's an excellent win, and they would have strong coaches like he's champing at the bit what? to get to some things. Well, you said. To, to me, this win, the, if, if they're going to move up in the tiers, I've never been invited to a committee meeting. Well, yeah, and that's they, not going to change. Probably because they don't want that type of. <laughs> they don't want the objective. Right. Yeah, really I mean, like they want to just be able rude. to rubber stamp. They're just constantly <laughs> insulting. Oh, who's your number one? Chiefs. Okay, well, that's why you don't get Chiefs. Yeah, I, I know that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. But the, for them to move up, I, I would think that you'd have to get a, a really good offensive game from Lamar. And, and I don't mean. Just the typically typical way that he's successful, which is him running the ball, him as a passer. If it's a, if it's a very successful passing game for for Lamar and for Baltimore, I think that makes a makes a strong argument for them to move up, as opposed to Deshaun Watson just playing poorly against a good Baltimore defense, and that's why they win. So if they can have a balanced game and the offense shows some real progress against a really really good defense then they have a strong argument to move up. Well, look, it would be appropriate if they did move up. A week after I said the Eagles should be number one, they moved up yep. and were number one briefly. Mm-hmm. A, a week after I said Baltimore, this week should be number one, they will have moved up and been number one. So it, it's trending that way. How confident are you in your Ravens this week? I'm I confident. feel a little I'm trepidation. Confident. I don't no, hear a no, lot of Cleveland's a legitimately right good team. 
But I think, and it, obviously, two, probably the two best defenses, and not even an insult to yeah. the Chiefs, but maybe the two best defenses in the right. league, right? And But the difference is Baltimore's offense is so much better. Now, if Deshaun, who you put on the bud list, if he shows up, now you really got a game. But yeah, I think Baltimore will handle it. It's a lot I of points a for game. a divisional game. I don't know. Seems yeah, different. I agree with that. I think I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily Feels taking like them to a win by six game. and a half. Yeah, I think it'll be Feels close, like but I think goal. they'll Something win. Something to keep in mind, Baltimore starts super fast. Eight touchdowns in the first quarter, held their opponents to 13 overall points. So pretty good. I think they get out to that early lead, and then it's Lamar. Their numbers are matching the 2,000 Ravens that won the Super Bowl. Defensive numbers. Yeah, it's unbelievable. No, the ball, listen, I do. I, I think oh, the Chiefs rolling. are the third best defense. I think these are the right now the two best defenses. Okay. C.J. Stroud against Joe Burrow next. First things first. C.J. Stroud and the all of a sudden formidable Texans head into Cincinnati to face Joe Burrow and the all of a sudden formidable Bengals. Let's take a look at how these quarterbacks have fared recently. C.J. Stroud, I mean, he's just rolling. He's killing. It's uh, unbelievable. He's man. so good. And those yards per pass and yards per game, is, it's, not, it's not dinking and dunking his right. way to 14 oh, to 1 right. touchdown. The, the one interception is just wild. With eight yards per pass, it's unbelievable. Um, all right, so uh, T. Higgins is supposed to be out for Joe Burrow. Is there any chance the Texans upset the Bengals, bro? Well, look, you guys know C.J.'s my guy. All right. Who said that? When did that happen? I said before the draft that I like him better than Bryce Young. Yeah, he would be my guy. That might be. You got Trevor. You got Mac Jones. I got CJ Stroud. That's fine. I mean, that's just. I also, for the record, liked him better than Bryce, but I did not like him as much you because I didn't like Bryce. I like. I said Anthony Richardson was the guy that I. If I take one, okay. So, so we all agree. I got CJ. Yes, that's fine. All right. I just wanted to make that point. Go ahead. No. No. Um. As much as I like, no. I, I look. I think the Bengals coach. They they know that because of the slow start, they don't have room for error. I know they've got some big games. What they got? Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville coming up. Ooh. So they know we can't afford to lose games that we should not lose. And as good as Houston's playing, they shouldn't coach. beat Cincinnati. So I think the Bengals. I don't think they're going to be looking forward. I think they coach. take it one game at a time. So no, I don't think they're see that upset. coach. You see that? What is that? Trap. Trap game. There's some truth I don't, to that. I don't think this is a trap game at all. And, mm. I, and I do think that Cincinnati will, will take the Texans seriously, and they should take them seriously. Coming off the victory that they had last week, as, as emotional as that was, as for, for them to win it in that dramatic fashion, that builds a lot of confidence. And then it's also, what team are you getting from the Texans? They, they beat Jacksonville. Yeah. They beat Hughes, or New Orleans. Um, they, had a, they had another they had a couple bad signature. Losses. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yes. So they've beaten three really good teams or, yeah. or playoff teams. Playoff right team. Now. Yep. So there's that team, and then there's the team that lost to Carolina. So, so you'd like to think that because of the way that they won this last week, because of the fact they've beaten those good teams, that now the confidence level is continuing to build. And that's one of the great things about having a young team is when you get to about that midseason, those guys are all getting better. Older teams tend to, tend to regress later in the season. The younger teams continue to get better, which is an exciting thing about having a young team that's trending the way they're trending. Listen, the Texans injury report is scary if you like the Texans this week. There's a dozen guys on the, on, on the list. Flip side is the Bengals injury report, while not as lengthy, has names you really know. Like you mentioned, T. Higgins out, Sam Hubbard out. Uh, we think Jamar is going to play, yeah. but I, I would imagine they are very cautious 
with anyone who's banged up in this game because their only chance of winning the division is beating Baltimore on Thursday because they've already lost to Baltimore. It's short week. And so for all those like reasons. Said, they're that, one in three in the conference. The, so they, they Exactly right. The they, well, they losses. can't really afford yeah. a lot, but my – if they have to go, I know they want to go 2-0 and in the next week, but if they have to go 1-1, one and they, it is way better for them to beat Baltimore and lose to te- the Texans than the other way around. You lose to Baltimore, you can't win, in my opinion, you can't win the division barring a Baltimore collapse. I, I also think Houston is actually sneaky better than their record. They started mm. the year off 0-2. Since then, yeah. both of their losses, they had the lead with one second remaining. Both of their losses were two-point losses on field goals as the clock expired. Yeah. So, I guess with five seconds remaining. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. so, they, to Coach's point, they have three good wins. Stroud, I, I was so wildly impressed with C.J. throughout that entire game and then also at the very end of the game, Wild. Yeah. It, I mean, this is for the season. He's been excellent. But wow. the fact that he – Saw Baker drive down the field and score the touchdown with less than a minute left and have almost a Mahomesian composure on the sideline Mm of, okay, there's time, we're good. I think this is another game. I think the line's way too big. Go ahead, Coach. This is what we talked about with Brock Purdy. We didn't see him under duress. We didn't see him having to make the big comeback. Oh, that's interesting. We didn't see those things. And and this is what I'm, I'm talking about is now we've seen a young quarterback under all that pressure, be able to bring his team back and score in that situation, that to me is something that you're always looking for in a young guy as to whether or not they can all right, do so that. Quick, quick question. I didn't want to blow past that graphic. Those are ranks since the merger. Yeah. These aren't just like, ah, he's playing well. Right, right, so right. It's basically the best rookie quarterback maybe ever, uh, TD interception-wise at least. So Statistically, coach, he's having the best rookie quarterback season ever. It's, it's so Through a half a season. So here's the question. Is there any chance, I don't want to say beginner's luck, but now that there's a full, you know, lots of games, is there a chance like, oh, I figured something out. Let's throw this look at him. Yeah, the the more film you have, the better chance there is of finding whatever that weakness is. And then typically once it's found, once you find what that that limitation is, then everybody copies it, and you've and got to prove that you have a second pick. And nobody, well, and nobody, by the way, better the to find team. it. Who? What defensive coordinator gives Josh Allen the most trouble? Lou Anarumo. Yep. What defensive coordinator has given Mahomes the only trouble of any coordinator? That's interesting. Lou Anarumo. If there's any defensive coordinator right. who has a building resume of being able to find what a quarterback doesn't do well, it's the Bengals' defense. Uh, upset alert. Next. First things first. Welcome back to First Things First, America's Game of the Week. Cowboys hosting a Giants team with no Daniel Jones, a Giants team that they beat 40 to nothing week one, a Giants team that is 17 and a half point underdogs. Nick, is this a must win? One of your favorite segments. I added a must win by 10 points for the Cowboys. Wow. Well, I didn't know you were going to add the 10 I added point it. part. It is unequivocally, without any reservation, a must win. Straight up. As far as by double digits. Yeah, one point squeaker. Really need to win by double digits. But But listen, if they're they're up 16 with two minutes left and the Giants get a garbage time touchdown, don't care about that. But this is a game that should be, you should be watching it, America's Game of the Week on Fox, and mid-third quarter you should be wondering, I wonder if they're going to switch out of it. 
Like, I wonder oh, if they're yeah. going to show us, show us a different one, a more the – and because the Cowboys are beating them that badly. If they – we know that the Cowboys at the beginning of the year had the ability to dominate this team with a, with a better quarterback mm-hmm. and a healthier O-line. If now at this point right. in the season, Brew the, against Tommy DeVito, they don't do. They don't have to beat him forty to nothing. That would be concerning. I listen. I still believe in the Cowboys. I think the media at large <coughs> has been too far down on them this year. If they were to lose this game, I will not believe in them at all. And if it is a one-score game in the fourth quarter, my belief will be shaken in them. The but Giants you're, you're right only now, coming totally off them if they lose. Not correct. if they win no, by three. No, if they whatever. lose, if they lose, they're done. They're they're not a Super Bowl. How about a game-winning field game. goal? As time expires. I won't feel good about it. I won't feel good about it. Look, they had had their F game. All right. Now, you you can say you can lose to Tommy DeVito. You can say San Francisco, who they lose to? P.J. Walker. Yeah. Right? And Philly lost to Zach Wilson. All right. But the problem is the Cowboys, (laughs) they had their one F game. Now, I don't mean you can't lose more than once. No, of course. Because you can lose. This is what I was saying months ago. I gave him a B. No, I'm talking about that. If you're a Super Bowl contender, you're not supposed to lose multiple games as huge favorites. Remember the whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or F game. Yeah. Yeah. Like if they come out with all they have to play for and they lose to this squad. Yeah. I mean, it just tells you, like, they'll still make the playoffs. We all know that. But it will tell you they are the silly, foolish team I've been saying they are. There's no reason. If you, you just can't concentrate enough and stay focused, if you lose this game, the only way you lose is playing an F game. Like, this is one of those games you can't lose. You know, we showed up and we took them seriously and we played well. No, you can't lose this game if, if that's the case. Yeah, this is definitely a must win. And I would say it's a must cover. For them, Ooh, and, oh, and, wow. and and the reason I say that is Dallas is such a mindset team. They're they're so driven by by the style points, by the the the, the type of wins that they have. So for them to, to play a, a close game, it'll it'll affect their mindset, and and mm. they'll take a lot of heat for it. And they they're affected by external heat as well. So not only should they win and they should cover, but you also want to see balance. Just like we talked about with the Ravens, you don't want this to just be a defensive game, but the offense comes out flat. Mm. The offense still has problems in the red zone. The offense has all the different struggles they've had. So they need to win, they need to cover, and they need to have balance, and they need to go to the next game at a much better place than they are now as opposed to trying to answer a bunch of questions internally. Well, it's time now for the segment So Hot. Sean Evans uses it as the second-to-last dab in Hot Ones. It's upset alert. Okay. Hey, hey, you want a big upset? Pick Giants over Cowboys. Straight up. You know you want to. You call yourself the Puxatani Phil of football, but you're scared to make a huge upset alert. You used to. You don't do it anymore. Look at the graphic that Josh made. Three outright wins. Do it. Do it, you wimp. Cowboys are the favorites by 17 and a half. And history proves that these divisional games are quite close. Three outright wins, as I remember correctly. Eight wins against the spread and only a six-point differential. We'll see if anyone here is bold enough to take the Giants straight up over the Cowboys. Wow. But, Coach, the ball's in your court for upset alert. Yeah, I'm not bold enough. 
<laughs> All right. I'm not, I, I'd love to, and I, I think Dave Ball is going to give him a hard time, but I'm not, I'm not ready to do that. My upset is going to be a lot smaller line than that, and that's going to be your New England Patriots. Oh, we'll take it. Oh, your we'll New take England it. Patriots. All right, and, and here's why. Let's go, to, let's go to the first graphic. Here's, here's the first reason. <laughs> Belichick's career in international games, he's undefeated. He's undefeated in London. He's undefeated in Mexico. And they win big. They win, they've won big every time they played overseas. So he's 3-0, and and that's going to keep won a lot of games in 2009. And, and, <laughs> that's a problem. Who was the quarterback for those wins? He is so good on the international stage, and he's going to be good again this weekend. And then let's go to the, the, the next graphic. I, it's going to come down to the red zone. And, and where New England has the advantage is they're better in the red zone offensively, and they're better in the red zone defense. They have the number four red zone offense? They rarely They there. just must <laughs> be yeah. not there. The <laughs> so when they do arrive in the red zone, which I'm not saying it's going to be a lot. Like seven times this year? <laughs> they have been really effective in but those seven times. <laughs> so when they do arrive there, they'll probably score a touchdown. When the Colts get there, it's probably going to be a field goal. So this will be a close, a close game, but New England should come out on top. And the one other point is, with Gardner Minshew, he's a make-something-happen quarterback. That means he makes something good happen for you, and he makes something good happen for them. He's had a lot of all of his picks in the last two to three games, and I think New England will be able to take advantage of that as well. L- listen, so the Pats are the only AFC team right now that's really in contention for the number one pick, oh. so I am rooting like hell for them. I am a Pats fan until they get to four <laughs> wins. We need not only because I'm, I'm a Chiefs guy, Brew, but we need – more good young quarterbacks in the yeah, NFC. That's true. And so it would be nice if Caleb and Drake may both end up Cardinals, Bears, that situation, Giants maybe. So I hope, I hope Coach is right. I'm a little surprised that uh, Indianapolis is the favorite. I mean, like you said, they got Gardner Minshew. Yeah, well, they have Mac. He's better than Mac. Yeah, they've I got – Is they're he? better? I mean, yes, yes. It's, yes. not, it's not a giant spread. Yeah, here. I mean, it's a point. No, no, yeah. but I'm just saying, I feel a little guilty. <laughs> New England has, <laughs> New England has the best That's defense. Right. Bruce they got the better coach. Underdog. I mean, I'm just Bruce? saying. Not playing well. well, this game, I'm uh, I'm with, I think, Indy. No, who, who's oh, your oh, my, my, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the leader of this So trust this one. The Raiders over the Jets. The Raiders oh. over the – I know that's only a one point. I'm, I'm a little surprised. It it it's a bad weekend. It's a tough weekend. It's a tough weekend. The only big one is – You guys are This one – I'm a little surprised the Jets are favored, but I, I – this is going to be obviously a defensive struggle. I think the Raiders are still going to be hyped up by Antonio Pierce. So, I think they're going to come out and play well. And they got the playoffs on their mind. Like, they're thinking sort of we the actually Jets. can resurrect our season. Yeah, but the Jets offense, as Aiden O'Connell, as hard as it is for me to see him scoring on the Jets defense, I just think the Raiders are going to totally shut out the Jets. Okay. Now, I know the Jets going to try to run. The Raiders, Raiders have some trouble with the run defense. But I think Antonio Pierce, they're still going to be hyped up. Yep. And they'll score just enough points to win a okay. defensive battle. Cigars afterwards or no? I think they're going to keep it going until they, they lose. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's cool. All right. So are you <laughs> it's do time it? now for the Puxatani Phil to make his upset alert. Is he going to do it? I'm, I'm just saying. Hold on, why do they call that you the Puxatani Phil? Like they call me the Puxatani Phil because they ask if, like, is they call you Puxatani Phil because you're covered the fur and living a log, and I say, no, it's just a coincidence. There you go. Even the Puxatani Phil of football came out of his log and said, you know what? 
I still see the Cowboys getting by. Oh, in a oh close what a disappointment. What do you want me to do? That's a lot of I want you to pick the Giants. I'm not willing to pick. The Giants are not going to win outright, but it will be close. Okay. And I could see some danger on the horizon for the Cowboys. It's not enough. But it is what it is. I'm just here to tell the <laughs> truth. I can't. I, what I do see, 100% guaranteed, oh, is oh. Vikings over Saints. Wow. With Josh Dobbs. So we had yes, this video do. go viral of Josh like Dobbs learning the cadence and his teammates' names. So now he's had a full week to get to know everybody. He's going to play great. And I know you're thinking, well, Josh Dobbs, you know, he had a nice win over the Falcons, had a nice win over Dallas. Let's look at Josh Dobbs against some great defenses, which the Saints have. Huh, pretty good. His passer rating's rolling, and he doesn't turn the ball over. And finally, there's a little bit of an Achilles heel with the Saints defense. I know you want to rush Josh Dobbs, maybe put him under some pressure. The sacks, hits, and pressure's yeah. not really there. So Josh is going to have some time. Think about it. Drop back. Say, what's that guy's name again? Boom. Throwing the ball. Vikings <laughs> straight up over the Saints. That's with a, good with That's a little a bit of a dessert, Giants keep it sneaky close. And, and by the way, Wilds, can I support you here? Yeah, go. Found out right before the show, Justin Jefferson might play. I they, saw some odd quotes. No, there were some weird like quotes about him wanting to be 100%, 100% but right. they did not list him as out. And they and they, they, they he's eligible to play in this game because they activated his practice window. So they, the fact they didn't rule him as out or even doubtful makes it maybe you see Justin Jefferson. Either I like way, it. I think the Vikings That's could win. Nice. Nick picks. Yeah. All right, go. time hot. now. Hot. You are hot. hot. Listen, we had a rough opening 20 games. Who hasn't had that? <laughs> so don't even worry about the, the line in the sand. The year-long schedule 11 and 16 is misleading. Last week. Two and one, and they were easy covers. The Chiefs, never a doubt. All it took for the Bucks to cover was a team kneeling the two, the extra point. That was so great. D'Amico <laughs> Ryan's my guy. And then the Cowboys could have easily covered, but Dak steps out of bounds. Two and one. We'll take it. All right, this week, though, feels like three and oh. Ooh. And we're going with three underdogs, and not tiny underdogs like you guys. Brown, six and a half. Lamar, three and eight against the spread at home against the AFC North. Four and 14 against the spread when he's greater than a three-point favorite the last three years. Baltimore, I think, could be looking a bit ahead to Cincinnati. And this is too many points for any AFC North game this season. It should Six and a half is too many points. These are going to be three-point field goal, four-point games. But Browns could win outright if Deshaun plays well, which is unlikely. But this feels to me like a 20-17 to 17 AFC North game. Browns plus the points. Next, Houston. Plus six and a half. Wow. Trap game. Excellent backdoor potential as well. Cincinnati up 13 late. C.J. Stroud's like, let's uh, let's up those stats for the offensive rookie of the year. Get it locked away. Cincinnati banged up at wide receiver. And again, this is a spot for Cincy that if they get a lead, they are going to just try to make this the shortest game possible. Mm -hmm. To get home, get back on the, you know, to get ready for Baltimore. So both of these teams that I'm kind of fading this week, they have to worry about what's coming on Thursday. Houston's played well against good opponents. They can score the ball. C.J. can move the football. Plus six and a half is too many points. And last, this is an outright winner, America. Jags getting three in Duval County. The disrespect. Who's coming to town as a three-point road dog? Is it Patrick Mahomes? No. Is it Joe Burrow? No. It's Brock freaking Purdy as a three-point road favorite. Give me a break. Purdy's been bad against the spread on the road. Trevor is 3-0 and on extended rest. And Doug Peterson, 7-1 and in his last eight as a dog against the spread. Give me the Jags plus three. Those are three winners, Wilds. Plus six and a half Cleveland, plus six and a half Houston, and plus three outright winner Jacksonville. I like it. It's a solid two and one. Uh, no, that's a three and oh. <laughs> okay. That's a three and oh. I'm a 
celebrate with the trumpeters. Okay. Uh, Purdy versus the Prince next on First Things First. Uh, San Francisco heads to Jacksonville for a 1 o'clock matchup on Fox. Coach Mangini hates those West Coast teams flying east That's tough. and playing early. 49ers still favorites in this one. So, Brew, which QB would you rather have on Sunday, Purdy or the Prince? Well, look, I, everybody knows. I think Trevor Lawrence is a better is better. Okay. Everybody doesn't know Everyone that. Not know. No, I didn't know right. that. Hey, we, we, we talked earlier about people. he's in the tier two. Okay, we yeah, didn't mention Brock. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But it's weird because Trevor's supposed to be the star. Brock's just a little game manager. What do you right? mean? Trevor's supposed to be the future MVP. Yeah. But after five weeks, Brock was the MVP of the league. No, he wasn't even right? the MVP of his I mean, own team. Christian McCaffrey no, But was. he was actually on the odds. He was like yeah. in the top five in the odds, and I had him number one at that point. And, and Trevor's the number one pick. Brock is Mr. Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. It doesn't so seem like it's have? even a comparison. Yeah. And yet. Oh, God, some bad stuff. Yet. Look at all the numbers. So, so the game manager, Mr. Irrelevant, has the far better numbers. And then on the bottom in the small print, playoff record. Rock Purdy, that's two and one. That's, you just added that? Trevor Lawrence, one and that's, one. That's funny numbers, Josh. I'm surprised. Yes. That sounds yeah, like, what, that why like why a dusty are the, Those things I are. Josh what? let that fly. What? What? I mean, why you're showing things from last year with this no, year's numbers. No, the playoffs just transcend years. Oh, they just oh, show. Okay. Got it. Which, especially recently. I mean, it just was last year. Mm-hmm. It was just last yeah. year. Uh-huh. So, so who I'm just saying have? that Brock's no. numbers are Okay, that's great. Just saying. I'm just a facts guy. Okay, state I think Trevor's a better quarterback. Okay, who would you rather have on Sunday. I think Trevor's a better quarterback. Who would you no rather have that. on Trevor's Sunday? a better quarterback. That's, he won't answer the question, <laughs> counselor. Trevor's better, but I think the Brock and the Niners are going to win. So uh, you'd rather have Purdy on Sunday? No, I mean, he's going to win. I think Trevor's a better okay. quarterback. Okay, but well, and then I guess I'll be honest, Wilds. I don't understand what we just did here. <laughs> I got to tell you, Brock is playing. Brock is. No, I mean, Trevor's better. Just pass, just Brock, do it like wrestling. Brock's the, 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 winning. Go Brock is going to win the you game. You go dude. with the winner? You just saw Brock. the numbers. What, you can't read? <laughs> Look at the numbers. He's better in all the categories, and he's uh, going to play great, and he's going to beat you head to head. So obviously, you're Brock. saying okay. this because you, you don't want to be a Brock guy, though. But so. someone's got to be. I thought if you're not going to be, I will be. I'm just so honest. And here's my, listen, everybody knows that I'm going to say the Prince, and everybody knows that everyone would rather have the Prince under any circumstances over Brock Purdy. Here is my bigger picture concern that I want your take on, Coach. So when Brock Purdy was playing well, so much of it was him throwing to spots before guys had even made, you know what I mean, made their move, like knowing, throwing anticipatory throws. And people were talking about that that was what he was excellent at. Are you concerned, because I would be if I were the Niners, that because of the recent spate of interceptions, he is going to be a little gun-shy. That he is going to be a little bit like, I need to, while I was trusting it before that it was going to be there, I, I need to see it now, and that won't work as well. You know what I mean? One of the reasons it we're throwing to us, if you have to see it first, sometimes you can be too late, and it can actually lead to more mistakes. I, If I'm the Niners, I'm legitimately concerned that because – not only has he turned the ball over, but it has directly resulted in us losing games mm. that he is not going to trust himself as much, and he's playing a defense that while it does give up a lot of yards, they, they lead the league in takeaways and is a ball-hawking defense. I like that. 
Yeah, this this offense is because there's shifting, there's motioning, and a lot of it's based on uh, spacing and timing. And you do need to anticipate throws. You need to, need to have confidence with throws. I'd say going into this game, the, the Prince is, uh, what, five-game winning streak, four out of those five games. He's at a, over 100 quarterback rating. His, his touchdowns, interceptions, very good where Brock is in that flip side of that. He's reeling. He's dealing with having interceptions now. And we just don't know how he's going to come out of that. He's had a week to think about it. And as much as I kill the Prince for the playoff game where he threw a bunch of picks, he did come back in that game and throw a bunch of touchdowns. So you see that resilience. We haven't seen that resilience yet from Brock Purdy and the fact that Jacksonville is so good at generating turnovers. That creates another pause. And when you tell a young guy, hey, you got to protect the ball, you got to protect the ball, you got to protect the ball, you can sometimes coach him out of things that he knows he knows is right inherently, but now he's just worried to cut it free, and, and that could be problematic. And I also think this is this is one of the biggest games played in this stadium in five years. I think that we don't talk much about the Jags crowd and their fans. Mm-hmm. I think those. I think that I know it's a one o'clock kick on the East Coast. I think those fans are going to be. I, obnoxiously loud, and I'm curious how Purdy handles that. I think that this is a game that you are going to have particularly a real home field advantage for the Jags in that spot, and if the Niners do get down, and they are in a spot, even if they're not down big, just down four, and they're in a spot where okay, Brock Purdy's got to orchestrate a drive, I don't think he can do it against this defense. It is pretty surprising to be a three-point dog at home. It's insulting. It is insulting. Those trumpeters on Monday? Oh, (laughs) Monday. Goodness. Buckle up. Medal's time, only two games, so we turn our attention to a future NBA star, Sarah oh. Collier for okay. USC. Just like how you That's are a fan nice of move. Caleb Williams at USC. So that's your guy. Well, and by the way, so USC, they, they're, they had an excellent performance from their women's basketball team and their star women rec- female recruit in their opening game. All right, bronze medal. Josh, USC. T- Tyrese Halliburton, 29 6 and 10. You know, he is kind of meandering around the entrance to club superstar. He is. He's not yet he's not yet even wow. thinking he can stand in line, but he's he's giving it a glance see if the bouncer waves him in. Silver medal, Trey Young, 41-4 and 8 in a close win over the Orlando Magic down in Mexico City. And then the rare but deserved gold medal in a loss, Giannis, fresh off a ridiculous ejection in a game without Dame. Scores 54 points on 76% from the field, goes along with 12 rebounds, but they can't guard anybody in Milwaukee right now, and they felt fall to the Pacers 126-124. There's your medal stand from last night in the association. Are they going to get better at that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'd be worried about your Bucks, Wilds. You remember you got real mad. You're like they're my Bucks. You had now. the Bucks. Yeah, you know who'd be good, good for that team? Blue Holiday. <laughs> uh, time now to lift the ban on puns and allow Brew to flex the muscles. He honed and toned while spilling ink for the finest newspapers in all the land. It's Monday morning. Headlines, Nick, you are the opening act. All right, well, game of the week here on Fox, Jags Niners, and the Trumpeters will be here Monday. Headline is, bend the knee. (laughs) Bruin Wilds genuflect before the Prince. We've got the Trumpeters. We've got Brew and Wilds. Brew's head is kind of turned to skew yeah, there, I but I like it. Wilds, what's your headline? <laughs> like, okay, my headline, and again, we've used this a few times because, as I've mentioned, I'm really just torn mm-hmm. on what I'm rooting for. Uh, can we reveal? And 
Bingo. Patriots oh, lose. You can't keep mailing or the segment. I'm not mailing it. You can't it. just do I'm the trying, same thing I'm every week. I'm trying to capture the delicate space I'm in. <laughs> okay. Between rooting for Crew the greatest saved the end of the century. show. Well, look, this should be no surprise. This is what they do. Tomato cans, beware. Cowboys bring a game. Bully the overmatched Giants. This so is what I they was do. right. So what no they do. matter what the Cowboys do this weekend, you're going to make fun of them on Monday. No, I'm saying they're going to crush the right. Giants. I mean, what will you say Big on Monday? Whoop. See, exactly. I mean, on Monday, he's going to do his muscle up. Well, that's, that's what they do. It's going to be great. They muscle up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if they win by four. That's why right. he's going to make fun of them. Trumpers on Monday. Let's see how it looks. Let's see how it looks. Speak is next. I'm open.